Speaking of Mustangs, we watched Lord of the Rings, which has a horde in it. <laughs> oh, oh, that was a stress. This is so stupid. You're like, go, 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 go. I totally made that up. Oh, you need to find a new game. I don't mean that to trick you. I'm just like, that surprise. That's exactly what it's meant for. I like it when it's just, there's a bad guy and he's bad. Just eat cheese. Yeah. This is a good morning on particular morning. <laughs> a little out. I mean, nippy. I can't breathe. Really? I. Oh, wait. I'm not that in. <laughs> Magic chair. Welcome, everyone, to a new mini series show I'm calling Pocket Reviews. This is a show where I, your host, Andrew Luttrell, will be watching a movie, giving a short 15 to 20 minute long review, and most of the time sharing my thoughts with a guest. This guest will be sharing their thoughts and opinions as well on the movie that we watched. While it is not a Patreon-exclusive miniseries, this show is always going to be brought to you by the Talk This Way podcast Patreon. For those of you who don't know, Patreon is a place where people can go to support their favorite creators while getting awesome benefits in return. By joining one of the tiers your creator offers, you will get different benefits. For example, the Talk This Way podcast's Patreon tier for $3 a month otherwise known as the J.J. Abrams tier, will give you early access to content, discount codes for merch and other products, special Patreon shoutouts, and a free sticker. This is just one of the five different tiers that the Talk This Way podcast Patreon has to offer you, so be sure to check it out if you enjoy our content and want to support us, as well as get awesome exclusives. The link is in the bio of the episode. Now, we watched The Suicide Squad 2021 which is not a direct sequel per se. It is a sort of sequel to the uh, original Suicide Squad film that came out in 2016. Um, For those of you who haven't seen it yet, number one, I highly recommend you go see it because this will be kind of spoilery. Um, But then also, I would recommend you go see it. uh, Even if you've seen the the first one, or or quote-unquote the original from 2016, this one is way better than that one. Um, But again, for those of you who haven't seen it, Um, and are not really interested, I guess, in going to see it, or you forget what the storyline is, Um, here's a brief story summary. Supervillains Harley Quinn, Bloodsport, Peacemaker, and a collection of nutty cons at Belrave Prison join the super-secret, super-shady Task Force X as they are dropped off at the remote, enemy-infused island of Corto Maltesa. While the story summary ends there, There is actually a lot more to that movie, (laughs) or this movie. Unlike the first Suicide Squad, if you've seen it, this movie, it's not like a video game in a sense where, like the first one where it was like almost as if they were going through levels until they get to the big boss fight at the end. In this one, there's actually a story that is trying to be told while they're going on this mission, as well as twists and turns. Uh, surprises and things you didn't expect. And that, that seems to happen a lot in this movie. And then also, like, just the characters are so much better and so much more well-written and acted, even though a lot of the actors are the same. And again, this is, this is spoiler territory, but a lot, a lot of people die. <laughs> a lot of characters die um, within the first ten minutes of the movie. So if you, you know, again, if you want to go see it, even though I just spoiled a huge thing, I would still go see it, but, you know, just keep that in mind so you're not as shocked. All right, so The Suicide Squad, which, you know, that's the difference between the two movies, is the first one's just Suicide Squad, and this one that just came out 
um, on August 5th, 2021, is called The Suicide Squad. Um, its budget was $185 million. Opening weekend in U.S. and in Canada, because it was filmed in Canada, was $26,205,415. And that was the weekend, you know, the day it was released on August 5th to August 8th. And then up to date, today, gross worldwide, it's made $118 million. So it has not made back its budget yet. But, again, this just came out like... A week or two ago so definitely still lots of hope and potential for it to make that much um, at least make its budget back and I I highly well I really really hope it does because it was so much better than the first one and obviously the budget is so much more and that's that's mainly on CGI so um, yeah but we'll talk more about that after the break so I will start with a icebreaker question which is All a right. simple question and that is What's your favorite movie and why? Well, I've said it before in the podcast a lot. It's pretty pretty tied up for me, I think. But if if I were if I were to choose, I'd probably say The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Oh yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> What's funny about it is the critics actually hate it for the weirdest reason, and one right? reason only is because it's not realistic to how uh, would react to that kind of situation. I think someone in a quote said like it's a it feels just like a dream like yeah. it would never happen like in my reaction to that it's kind of like well aren't you just a ray of sunshine then huh <laughs> right <laughs> right you know we're about to turn this into a walter manny review right? i know right <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are going to do that though for sure um, yeah i'd love to <clears throat> okay so me and my uh, guest here brandon which is also my co-host uh, for the main show, uh, went to go see the Suicide Squad, um, 2021, obviously not the 2016 one. Um, <clears throat> and so, uh, <laughs> I have some questions for you, Brandon, just about this movie. So, what the first question I have for you is, what was your expectation going into this movie? Huh. Well, I expected a James Gunn film, and mm-hmm. um, I pretty much got exactly what I was hoping for. <laughs> yeah but i would say more like i didn't really expect a lot of emotion behind mm. it i guess and there yeah. wasn't nearly as much as guardians i'll give it that but right 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 like overall he he knew what he was doing with the absurd idea he threw into it you know right right and it was definitely absurd <laughs> yeah i expected absurd and i got absurd and it's funny too because my expectation was just anything better than the first movie <laughs> or the, you know, the yeah. 2016 one. And I definitely there. got that. <laughs> yeah. I, but, I expected something that WB, the WB would give the director more, more, more loose. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. They were really uptight with the first one. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. The second question is now that you've seen the movie, what is your opinion on it? So not like your it's full very, review of it, but like yeah. just what, you know, now that you've seen it, you had that expectation going in. So now that you've already seen it and you said it kind of matched your expectation, is that all or did it really just, you know, is that it? <laughs> I think it could have been better, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it focused a little too hard <clears throat> in the comedic aspect a lot of times, which I'm not really yeah. complaining about. But <laughs> right, right. in the retrospective to critics, I'm kind of like, it's not the perfect movie <laughs> like right. a lot of critics are saying. Yeah, I no, love it, absolutely. and I would love to see it again. King Shark is like my 
favorite thing ever now. <laughs> he's like a much well, I don't want to compare him to the Hulk, but <laughs> he's just like He's more like Groot. Like Yes, yes, sense, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's a that's a way better comparison. Yeah. Um so what was your favorite part about this movie or favorite scene? I know there's a lot. Like that's what I had a hard time thinking there, about when I was asking myself these questions. <laughs> there is a lot. It's like like the whole movie, it's like you can't really get a breath in for the most right, part. Right, exactly. It's like it, it doesn't stop for a second <laughs> where you go to, to really absorb a particular scene. Like yeah. I'm sure the movie was shot well and <laughs> everything else, but I, I didn't have time to notice the small details. <laughs> I know. That's why we need to go see it again. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing it again, just not in theaters. We don't have that kind of money. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> I felt the same way. Like, when, when the movie ended, I was like, <gasps> <gasps> like, I need you to know? go watch something boring now. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I think, I guess one of my favorite parts was uh, probably the, the acting. And yeah. More specifically, Sylvester Stallone doing King mm. Shark. <laughs> yes, yes. It was very, very small details, but just... He he kind of stole the show there. I'm not gonna lie. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, he did. He Two did. Dumb good. friends. Again, as I was asking myself this question, I was like, "Man, what what is my favorite part?" And I'm not gonna lie; it's probably at the very, not the very, very beginning, but more towards the beginning when the second team comes in and kills all the good guys. <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> That I was not expecting that at all. Like that was a total twist and turn, and <laughs> and just everybody's reaction. I was like, oh, <laughs> like he's so damn funny. Like you'll know what I mean when he said when like, when I say he kind of like took a little bit from the hunt. <laughs> yes, yes. Like that that first entire like ten minute sequence was like everybody you thought was gonna be in the movie was gonna die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was crazy. Oh my Pulled gosh! It was so good. ahead of time. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> oh, so good, and that, and I like that too. Like, I yeah. hate that they killed off the boomerang guy because he was honestly my favorite from the original. But but he had the balls to do it. You said from the second question on your opinion that you you think it could have been better. So what what would you have changed to make it better, or what would like if you were in the director's seat, what would you have done? Yeah, so I'm not really like a, an expert. Mm-hmm. I'm just a just a fan right right if i really could change anything i think i would make it longer Mm. longer as in like more breaks i guess yeah it's it's a pretty long movie i guess on Mm. average compared to endgame at least right pretty long but um it just doesn't stop like the whole time (laughs) (laughs) there's not a lot of breathing room and i think that's something i'd probably change yeah but then again, this is a James Gunn film. In Guardians of the Galaxy, like even though that's it's still a James Gunn film, I feel like it had breathing room. Like that yeah. that part when they were in prison to me is breathing room. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. it was like it was calm, but things were still happening. People were building towards something. You were also introducing other characters. Like there was still stuff happening, but it wasn't like people's faces and arms being blown off. <laughs> you right. know? Yeah. Well, except for that one guy, Raccoon stole his leg. Um, but you know, <laughs> to talk about that, like this question would be a lot easier for another director because right, James Gunn is he does what he wants, so it's kind of let's see, he's not like a 
um, let's say Zack Snyder, right? Like he gets yeah. he gets paid to make something specific. Yeah, and James Gunn makes whatever the hell he wants. <laughs> it's like it's hard to criticize art, basically. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> a lot of people think it's a masterpiece, and other would be like, eh, "It could have been better." You know. Cool, man. All right. Well, hey, thanks again. Yes, sir. So here's a couple pieces of trivia that I wanted to talk to you guys about. Um, obviously, in this in this show, in this mini series, we're not going to do two truths and a lie like we do in the main one. Um, but in this one, I want to uh, talk about and give you guys um, sort of a just a couple pieces that I thought was very very interesting about this movie. So the first piece of trivia is that uh, Suicide Squad from 2016 director David Ayer uh, wished James Gunn all the best for directing the sequel. Ayer felt unsatisfied with the first film as Warner Brothers ordered a 10-week reshoot and changed most of the film from Ayer's original vision. And I say that because I, I liked the first Suicide Squad movie when it first came out um, because I was kind of watching it for the Joker. Um, he's my favorite character. And then as I was watching it, like I watched it maybe two or three times, um, and every time I watched it, it got less and less good. And the reason for that is because I realized what was happening. Um, and just like this piece of trivia said, Warner Brothers had way too much involvement in this. Um, they controlled a lot. And then not only did they control it, um, but they ordered a 10-week reshoot, which for movies, that is a horrible, horrible thing to do. There's not a lot of movies that come out of that after that, that long of a reshoot um, that end up being very good. If there are, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, I don't know of any personally. And most of the ones that I do know of that were that were reshot ended up being not great. Uh, the second piece of trivia is <laughs> one of the onset rats was named after Chris Pratt, but they called him Crisp Rat with two T's. <laughs> um, the third trivia is that uh, this film was filmed entirely with IMAX certified red RED cameras. This will be the first, or this is the first R-rated movie to be filmed entirely in IMAX, which is, I mean, it's not that big, big of a deal because there's a lot of movies that are filmed in IMAX right now, but it's kind of cool that James Gunn got the, got the privilege of being able to be the first, you know, director for an R-rated film that was filmed entirely in IMAX um, using the red RED cameras, which are like, there's only six, I think, that exist in the whole world. I mean, they're slowly making more, but they're like millions of dollars to make. They are so expensive. And then to rent them to make these movies is in the hundreds of thousands. I want to give you guys um, a Rotten Tomatoes review uh, or whatever uh, you want to call it about this movie. Um, so as of right now, which is recording this episode on uh, August 16th, uh, 2021, the tomato meter for The Suicide Squad is 91%, which is like the you know, critics review, basically. The audience score, which is you and me, uh, is 83%. So they're pretty close. They're not, they're not too far off. Um, this movie did a really good job of meeting both, both reviewers' expectations. Comparatively, <laughs> the 2016 Suicide Squad tomato meter was 26%. <laughs> and the audience score was 59%. So, yeah. Way more improvement, uh, improvement there. If you guys could rate this movie one out of a hundred giant eyeball swimming pools, how many would it be? I personally would probably give this movie 
like a solid 80. It wasn't it wasn't that it was bad. It was really really good. It's a really good film. It was just a lot. There was a lot happening, a lot going on. Um and a lot of things that you just your con- your brain is constantly thinking about and you know, just being occupied with the entire time of the movie. Like there's no lull. There's no dull moment in this movie. Um so I had to wait I had to wait a while before I watched it again. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely give this an 80. So uh, be sure to leave your guys' answer in the comments um, below or message us on Patreon with your answer. That would be great too. Um, so yeah, thank you guys for listening uh, to our short episode and our new uh, mini-series. And be sure to check out our Patreon. Uh, we would really, really appreciate that. And also it, it, it's been great having just a few Patreons uh, that we've had um, recently. It's just really fun to be able to create more content and do more things for them and for you guys. Patreon is just an excuse <laughs> for me to be able to do more. Um, obviously, there's money involved, so you know it's a little bit easier for me to justify it. But you know, from the beginning, this has been a hobby for me personally. Um, but as we grow and as more things happen, and hopefully as more people join the Patreon, um, this can turn into something big, something huge, um, and you guys get to be a part of it. So um, that's what we're we're inviting you to is to be just to be a foundation, a building block into Talk This Way podcast's future. So anyway, again, thank you guys for listening. Um, be sure to check out the Patreon and uh, stay tuned for our main show. Um, we are finishing up the Steven Spielberg trilogy. We're ending it with Jaws. So be sure to check that out. Anyway, thank you guys. Bye bye. <laughs>